Hey everyone, welcome to Western New York Brews. My name is Scott. I'm a homebrewer just outside of Buffalo, New York. I'm a member of the Das Hasbrauers Homebrew Club, and we're going to say this is a buffalobeerleague.com podcast. You can find all the podcasts at buffalobeerleague.com forward slash WNY Brews. I am joined by the Buffalo Beer League by uh, Mark, Jesse, Scott, and Brian, and by Bobby Rabb from Mr. Good Bar on a Zoom call, of course, because this is recorded at the end of April 2020, and we are all stuck inside our respective homes. We can't get out to Good Bar, but as Bobby said, we can still get Good Bar drunk. First, a quick disclaimer. If you normally listen to Western New York Brews uh, with children around, this is not the right episode. I originally started by bleeping out some of the uh, some of the language, and it, it really killed the flow of it. So I undid that and left the language as is. So before we get into the festivities, I want to remind you that we are a member of the Hopped Up Network. You can find all the beer podcasts at hoppedupnetwork.com. They are independent regional beer podcasts, uh, which is how we fit in. And you can find all of our stuff at buffalobeerleague.com where you can also find a handy-dandy brewery takeout guide. So if you're wondering which brewery is open and what they are currently offering, you can go to buffalobeerleague.com and click on Brewery Takeout Guide, find the brewery you're looking for, or find one that's open on the day that you're looking for and see what they're offering and how you can order. Super handy. Let's get into the festivities. Pop yourself a Jenny Cream Ale or pour yourself a Chimes shot, and I will talk to you at the end. All right. Well, do we want to? Do we all? Are we all here? We all want to do a little uh, toast. Yeah, I think we should. All right. Uh, if you don't mind, can I can I do the toast? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right. Hey, cheers to you guys! All the support you guys have always given Good Bar over the years, and not only just Good Bar, but just the the uh, beer population in Buffalo in general. Um, you guys really, uh, do such a great job supporting everybody locally. And it's, it's pretty amazing. Not that you don't have fun doing it, but it's still pretty cool. So cheers. I really appreciate you. Cheers. Thanks, Bobby. Cheers. cheers. Thanks, Bob. Oh, so it's so smooth and mellow. That wasn't oh, yeah. bad. It, uh, it says that it was right pretty there. good. Smooth and mellow blend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is a good year for this too. Just so you know. Oh, great vintage. Okay, good to know. <laughs> I was say it's I a good year for nothing else. else. <laughs> well, yeah, no, Premium Canadian whiskey. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be premium. Right, now, now I start my experiments. Yeah, I want to find out how this uh, old fashioned works with it. Yeah, I'm gonna like I said. I'm gonna sip sip it with some uh, ice first, and then the next one I'll do an old fashioned. If I had vermouth, I would make a Manhattan, but I don't. So, which I had some ginger ale. I want to. I want to see this on the good bar menu. What make a seven seven of it? Yeah. Yeah, just I want to see it as a good bar old fashioned on the uh, the menu at Good Bar. (laughs) Yeah. You get a lot of people taking them, that's for sure. <laughs> there. Uh, so I'm going to sit back tonight, guys, because I've I've been to Good Bar a handful of times, but I don't have 
the extensive list of memories that I'm sure you all do. So, oh, we we go way back with Good Bar. Yeah. yeah when, when did you guys start going there? I was thinking about this today. Uh, Scott and uh, I. Scott and I started going when we were in college, probably 2002. Okay. Maybe 2003. Yeah. We would. Uh, we had a, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We had a break between no. classes called Bingo Pause. 2001. So we would go over there. We would go over to Good Bar and uh, drink pints of Guinness and play pool at noon. That would be when we turned 21. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Yes. And what, Brian? What year was that? I think uh, what was that? 2000, 2001, 2002. 2000. So were they still cooking like Two. happy hour? 2002. For that? Too? I think uh, they were. Because I don't know. So, so the original owner's mother used to come in and cook like what we do for like our Friday happy hour buffet. She used to come in during bangle pause and do the same. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that. <laughs> we used to call it Professor I, Goodbar's class. Yeah, I don't even remember the name Bengal Pause because we always called it Mr. Goodbar's class. <laughs> what the funniest thing, too, about Bengal Pause was, like, you get a group of people come in, and then they just didn't go back to class after that. They just stayed, <laughs> like, all time. Oh, yeah, that happened, that happened more than a few times. That happened more than a few times. I, yeah. I always went back, but I had more fun. <laughs> Luckily, we took uh, Scott and I were in this humanities 101 class right after Bengal Pause, and there were like 300 people in the class. So we would just we would often skip it and go take a nap in the library. <laughs> yeah, uh, the good old li- yeah, the library naps. That was good bar. Okay, Bobby, when did you get it? When did you buy it? So I started working there, there in 2003. Um, and I took over completely in, uh, 2010, September, 2010. So I had been, um, uh, the manager there, um, for seven years prior to taking over. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I remember that. The, how did uh, that opportunity avail itself? How do you go from manager to, to owner like that? Um, I was uh, really close with the owner and the owner's family and uh, just not, not prior to working for him, but just over seven years, I did so much for the place and he trusted me a lot. And um, he kind of let me, you know, the best thing about him is he let me just do what I needed to do. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we talk it out and we go back and forth and, and things like that. But, you know, I started beer club. I started, you know, when, when I first got there, um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but um, it was definitely before my time, but in the uh, early nineties they had 40 taps and they did something called the 40 shorties. And actually, one of our regulars has a shirt. If you drank 40 10-ounce beers in one, um, like, sitting, you oh, got it. Right? Holy. Yeah, it was called. ounces. Yeah, it was, it was called the 40 <laughs> shorties. And this guy still has it, and it's worn to nothing. And it, it's, like, so perfect. Uh, but 
uh, that was in the nineties. And I'm sure, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm 41. So I, I've, I've been going out since the mid nineties, even though I wasn't, you know, 21, but back then there, there wasn't the, the strict, um, um, they're kind of called drink and drown laws where, yeah. where you could promote like excessive drinking. Um, they don't necessarily allow you to do that anymore. Uh, not necessarily. They don't allow you to do that anymore. So, so yeah, like, there's I, I just did the math on that. Yeah. yeah, that that equates to thirty four twelve ounce beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, we you know so so I I I'm, I'm I know I'm making this a longer story than it probably needs to be, but when, um so there were forty beers on tap when I got there there were eight, um and uh, um so. Uh, between you know beer club and growing the beer scene there, and then just slowly uh, redoing the lines and and adding you know a few beers at a time, and then putting on a couple of beer engines, you know we got ourselves up to um, forty one uh, beers on tap downstairs, including the two casks, and then um, uh, wait, oh, I'm sorry, not forty one, it's forty one total. Um, uh, cause we have the eight, uh, lines upstairs too on our second floor. So, um, yeah. he, he gave me a big opportunity to do a lot of stuff. And, and, um, when I, uh, I, you know, I was kind of looking at other places to kind of move on to not seriously, but just kind of keeping my eyes open for stuff. And one day, uh, the owner, um, Dom was just like, Hey, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah, and didn't know what he was going to say. And he was like, what do you think about just taking over? And I was like, are you serious? Like I got my answers. Yes. Right now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, you know, cause I was already running everything. I was already doing everything. And, and, um, uh, but we have a special relationship where, you know, I don't come from a fortunate side of a lot of funds, um, but the trust that he had in me and, and the relationship I have with his family and I still have with his family, um, we created a deal that was beneficial for both parties, uh, for a long-term period. Um, so, uh, it's, it's, it's become, um, you know, really great for, for both of us, you know, so I got a chance to own and operate, you know, a bar that I loved uh, he got, um, you know, it's not good. Good bar is one of those special places where, um, when it changed hands, it didn't change. Nobody tried to reinvent the wheel. You know, there's been some weird times throughout good bars history, um, where they did do a little bit of stuff that was kind of, they tried to make it like a LA club, like in the eighties, it was really weird. Um, but, but for the most part, good bar has been good bar. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, the old owner, uh, Dom, he really, you know, felt strongly about keeping it that way. And, and, and you pass along a legacy like that, you know what I mean? So you pass along to me, which, you know, he's just as welcome as an owner as everything. And we, and you guys are there for the 50th anniversary. We got him back and we got the original owners, the Aliotas. Uh, to come in and we all took a picture together and it was something pretty special, you know? So uh, that was probably a longer explanation answer to that question. But. <laughs> yeah. 
No, you answered some other questions I had along the lines there too. So no, I can repeat them. Like, I probably will. You guys ready for another man. one, of these bad boys, or what? Yeah, sure. That's one of the charming things about Good Bar is all the pictures on the walls there. Do those pictures ever get updated one at a time, or or at all? Or is it always are those? A lot of times they get. They're up there. They're up there. That's how they get updated. Um, and then I had some really cool older ones um, that I kind of took down because they were just too cool. And if people like stole them, I would have been really mad because there's some really cool ones. Like, so when you're standing at the bar and you see the archways, okay, um, mm-hmm. like, like right behind you, the whole building was filled with them. It was almost catacomb like. So like each section yeah. of the bar was like a different theme. There was like a lounge area. There was a game area. There was like a, a dancing area. There was a dining area. And, the, and, and there was a uh, right in the middle where those pictures were, there was this big like um, iron gate that opened up. Uh, it, it just was such a cool, cool, cool looking place. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, that's one of the unfortunate things when it does change ownership, people see different potential and back in the day, you know, Coles and Goodbar in the, you know, 70s and 80s, there wasn't, there wasn't, you know, um, uh, the, you know, the different districts that are really booming right now, like, you know, Hurdle and, and um, you know, even, you know, Larkinville and, you know, you name it, you know, Canal Side and all these other places. There was Elmwood, you know what I mean? Um, so uh, they, they kind of like expanded the inside just to fit more people. You know, I, I, I had the, uh, um, uh, pleasure of working the happy hour shifts with everybody. And, um, I would, I'd have all the old timers just tell me stories of how it used to be back in the day. Believe it or not, Thursdays was, was dime drink night. Okay. So, <laughs> So basically all it was was just like we've got three, uh, 90 cent gasoline we should bring it back. <laughs> bring it back, yeah. right? So so they we literally used to call it a 25 cent draft. Yeah, yeah, it was on and and we have uh you know one of our bartenders has been there for 40 years. Hey, 41 years. And um so he tells me all these stories and he said, basically, you know, it was just filled with regulars. Everybody would throw a 10 or a 20 on the bar and just say, get everybody a drink. So every, there was just mounds of chips in front of everybody. And all you did is there was like hardly any cash exchange. You just like took tokens and just filled up drinks and everybody just partied, man. Like, I can't even imagine what it was like back then. It, it must have been wild. Yeah, that would be uh, crazy. I mean, uh, we used to come. Well, what day of the week was that, Brian? It was twenty-five cent rolling off draft. Yep. Yeah, Tuesdays. You guys, did you guys used to come there when it was the back bar too, where the stage is now? I don't no. remember that. I don't know. I don't remember that. So in the yeah. in the in the early two thousands, I want to say two thousand one or two thousand two, they ripped it down. But there used to be a bar. You know where our stage is now, where the bands play on the first floor. That was a whole nother bar. Yeah. And so you had the front main bar and then you had the back bar huh. and the back bar on Tuesdays was, was just for quarter drafts. And, um, 
um, I, you probably could get other stuff, but nobody did anything back there, but quarter drafts. And you would, you would just, you would just, and this is when I was just a customer. I remember going in, you, if you got a bar spot, you would just order like 30 quarter drafts and they would just pour them, yep. you know, like you just have this mound of them in front of you and you just saved your spot and you have your, you know, one or two buddies just crushing rolling rock all night, you know, <laughs> That was back where now the laws with the SLA is you can't discount your um, your uh, uh, prices more than 50% of what you actually sell it for. So that's what killed quarter drafts. So, like, let's say you gave a 10-ounce a, a glass for 25 cents, you, your, your normal pint would have to be, you know, 50 cents. You know what I mean? So like yeah. you, you it just didn't really work out the way, you know, we tried doing it for as long as we could. It just, you know, believe it or not, we, we kept quarter drafts going longer than people think. Um, they just, uh, instead of people stopped ordering them as quarter drafts and they just started ordering 75 cent pints. So yeah. turned out into, yeah, that, that, that killed it just as much as anything else, you know? Yeah. But that's one of the coolest things. Yeah. You know, everybody's a, a good bar OG when uh, when they talk about the quarter drafts. <laughs> I, I talk to my friends from college who like moved away, and I tell them that that's one of our go to spots for like local beer, and and they they all think like, wait, that was the same place with the quarter. I was like, yeah, it's it's the same place. Um, yeah. You know, you 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 would uh, it's it's amazing, you know. I've been there for 17 years. We have reinvented the identity of what we've been doing for 17 years. And you still can't convince people that we're not the quarter draft place where they probably <laughs> only spent one, one or two years doing that. It's, it's crazy, but you know, that's just yeah. how business is, you know, but I'm happy. But it, but you, I get, I get the support and the, and the, uh, and, and the patronage from a lot of good people. And I'm happy with that, you know? Um, and the good thing is when you can finally convince those people to give us a shot, uh, they normally leave pretty happy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, you have a hell of a mix of clientele, uh, in there, you know, everywhere, you know, you can go in there in one day and see everything from, you know, seasoned, you know, beer geeks to college kids, you know, partying it, partying it off at night. Yeah. And even, you know, the, the best is like coming on a Friday happy hour. You're you'll see anyone from 21 to 71, you know what I mean? Like just chilling and drinking sometimes sitting at the same table, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, uh, that's one of the things I love the most about it is just how eclectic we are, you know? Um, yeah. Any place you go, the later at night it gets, the younger it gets. That's just the nature. When was the last time you guys went out at one o'clock in the morning? You know what I mean? Like, you just don't do it anymore. You know, does what house I mean? party yeah. count? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> house, yeah. <laughs> but that, but that's just the way it is. You know, like, but during the day, man, we have, we have, we have our our regulars that are, you know, a wide range of of uh, ages and. Um, you know, business statuses and everything, you know, we're just, we're just a comfortable place where people can just come and, and enjoy themselves, you know? Absolutely. So I, can I tell a story, uh, uh, about the Buffalo beer league real quick? The, the first time <laughs> I really partied with you guys. 
Oh boy! I'm gonna uh, get out. Before I do that, I'm gonna oh this here and crack open a new one. Uh, we need to do a shot. Is this, is this uh, story suitable for air the airwaves or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I gotta get another beer for this one. All right. We gotta get lubed up for the story here. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go make an old fashioned. So please, right. please don't wait for me. We are literally recording. I will. I will hear it. Okay, you All make right. the old fashioned. Who, who's, uh, where did Brian go? Is he pouring another shot? Yeah, he's grabbing a beer. Too. I think we need to do another shot here. I've already had yeah. two. I'll do a third, oh, but I've oh. already had two. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we're, we're, we're <laughs> on our third right now. Guys, if we can't be at Good Bar, we can still get Good Bar drunk on uh, Zoom <laughs> here. All right, if we're going to do this, I'm doing this. All right, let's do it. All right. Where's Brian? I'm right here. All right. Yeah. So we'll do this shot, and then I'll tell the story. All right. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Salute. Cheers. Ah. It's getting harder, not easier. It's getting harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all right. You got to drink more. All right. I'll be right back. It's actually getting smoother. Right. <laughs> These are going down pretty good. This, this, yeah. this is where this... So we call we call when you get hung over the next day from chimes to see guy got you. You just got handled by the sea guy. <laughs> wow. So Dude, you, the, you uh, made me laugh. You made me laugh when I came to pick these up from you. <laughs> why is that? From my, because from my perspective, I couldn't see the door. So you just came from around the dumpster with like four <laughs> bottles of chimes and a bandana on, and it was the it was the funniest freaking thing. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I was videotaping this because like you just emerged from behind the dumpster with like the bandana and four bottles of chimes. Listen, that's I'm like this is that's where that's where it's all brewed man like it's you know the, that's where they distill yeah. it right in but, the, it, but at the core of it isn't that how chi- all bottles of chime should be exchanged it should, be, so. it should be some sort of shady transaction with a dumpster yeah. <laughs> there's a ritual involved chime bottle exchange for sure <laughs> that's awesome yeah, i like it oh yeah so Doug, do you want to go on with your uh so let's hear this. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So the so my you know I met you guys a bunch of times and you know saw you guys at certain events and you'd pop in introduce yourselves and all that jazz. But the first time I really 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 got to like hang out with you guys was um, the uh, 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 Thursday um, uh, VIP cast night. And it was ah. one of the funnest times I think I ever had. Like, because, you know, Thursday, Cask Fest starts Thursday at 7 a.m. for me and doesn't end until Sunday. Like, you know, I, I'll basically on Sunday, I just set them up and I, and I, and I kind of jet out of there. Um, yeah. But it's, it's pretty much like 72 hours straight for me. So I'm trying to take it easy on, on <laughs> Thursday. And like, this was like my first real time hanging out and partying with you guys. And 
it was it was that was the first one that you guys came to and it was super fun like everybody loved it like there's tons of beer like every you know tons of room to roam around you're not waiting in lines to get anything like it was it was perfect um and then you know the whole crowd dissipated but the energy level (laughs) did not change because the Buffalo Beer League crew was still hitting the the casks as hard as when they first came in. It was so great. Like I just look around the room and I just see you guys like at each because like the the brewers already left. Everybody's gone. You guys are just filling up your your glasses like you know like on your own, just like chugging. It's literally like. And then and then I and, and then we just got to talking about beer and then I busted out some stuff like that I had in the basement that I hadn't had, uh, you know was waiting for a good time to pull out and like it just was one of those times like it's a good story but it or it's not a bad story in any way it was just one of those times when I think uh what what I'm trying to say is um you guys were the first crew of you know, beer connoisseurs that were more about drinking beer and having good times than like, you know, um, making it too snooty or anything like that. It was just, Hey, let's drink great beer. Let's appreciate it. Let's enjoy each other's company. Let's have good times. You know what I mean? And that was, you know, when I think of the beer league, uh, the, the Buffalo beer league, that that's what I think of is, is, is just, you know, you guys are drinking the best beer from all over the place, but at the same time, you, you guys have the most fun out of any crew doing it. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it was I, I appreciate that very much. Night. <laughs> that, that is, that has always been like just kind of how we felt too. So I'm glad that that you see that. Like we just we that what what what's the point if you're not having fun? Is kind of the is kind of the way we look at it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, like you know, beer beer is meant to enhance. You know, yeah, you can sit down and you can appreciate a beer. You know what I mean? But at the same time you you can you can appreciate the company you're with the sports you're watching the you know just appreciate the whole good times all together you know yeah you know if you're not if you're not having fun while doing it why it's not worth doing yeah i, yeah. I agree with you 100% and and just to reflect back on that night you guys had a lot of fun let me just <laughs> <laughs> It was. I remember that night. I remember that night pretty vividly. I thought we were leaving, and then all of a sudden, you came back upstairs with uh, with vintage bottles of Firestone Walker Sakiba, and we're like, okay, I guess we're not leaving, dude. Because we clearly needed Firestone Walker at that point of the night. Right, twelve percent or something like you know what I mean. But but you know that like I. You know, there's like I do a monthly beer club, and um, you know, sometimes there's one or two bottles left of stuff that I'm like, I'm not gonna sell it because one, it's too expensive to sell, and two, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather just kind of sell it and and pull it out at a perfect moment, and that was actually a perfect moment for it. I was like, you know, 
So well, we appreciate it very much. Of course. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I always have uh, random bottles like that. So any, anytime you guys are in there and we're, we've, we've hit our limit where we should stop, but we need to have one more. Uh, just let me know. I'll take it now for you guys. <laughs> is now like our premier like vip night at cash fest i look forward to just about more than anything else yeah. you know, beer wise throughout the year so, yeah scott i was just about to say that it, it, yeah it's such a good atmosphere and it's just fun and 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 just i don't know let let me know your views on it too the the reason why i like it um uh the way it's set up the way it is is it allows the brewers to flexibly uh flexibly like hang out like they're not just like stuck at a table like not talking to anybody like at a normal beer festival just pouring stuff like like they're cruising around they're they're interacting with the other brewers they're interacting with all the customers like it's a small event. It's, it's not like a huge thing or anything like that, but it's, it's such a cool atmosphere because, you know, everybody that's there is talking to each other. It's, it's a, it's a smaller quaint, you know, festival setup, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not, it's not just your like pack everybody in, you know, like, you know, whatever it's, it's more of an intimate setting with like good people, good regulars uh, and, and the, the, the brewers, so many of the brewers come out for it. It's not just like a random rep, you know what I mean? Like Colin comes every year, you know what I mean? Like, uh, um, Brian comes every year, you know, Rudy always is there, you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, all these guys that are, are, uh, um, you know, they're the ones that made the beer and, and conditioned it in the, in the, in the Firkins and, and put it all up it's it's a it's a pretty cool event it's it's uh under uh, you know i think i don't want to say underappreciated because i feel like the people that know it and love it um really appreciate it and kind of you know that's that's my whole goal at good bar to be honest with you i don't i don't you know, my, I don't have big plans i i you know like that to exceed like anything crazy I just, I just want good people to have a good time. Like that's pretty much all I want. Like, and I'm happy with that. Like if I could be, if I can sustain that, then that's all I want. And that, you know what I mean? I'll be as happy as can be. I, you know, I don't need to sell anything crazy or do anything wild. I just want good people to have a good time. So Amen. On that, so you, you're, doing a, you're doing a damn good job of it. Yeah. yeah well said. Well, I appreciate it. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna cheers another uh, Jenny uh, Jenny uh, cheers here, and then uh, you guys want to do another chimes or what? Yeah, you, you. Sure. <laughs> always pushing the chimes. <laughs> so, so Bobby, should we take this opportunity to uh, inform the world that we're we're gonna try to do a, a special cask beer for next cask fest? Or yes. Yes, we are. Okay. All right. So do you guys want to take the lead on that or what? You know, real real quick about that. You know, it was funny. We 
um, I run, you know, I run our social media at the BBL and we get so many tweets, like literally we get tweets asking if that's still going to happen because of the, oh, like, like with everything that's going on with everything that, with, you know, since everything is shut down, they're like, wait, you guys are still going to make this beer, right? Cause I want to go to cast Fest to try this beer. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I, I, it's a bigger thing than, than I thought it was apparently. No, it, it's going to happen. Like what, what we need to do is meet like whether it's in a zoom if or finally this gets over, we need to meet like in uh, private, and we really need to make this start happening. Like like now is the time to actually get the ball rolling on that. Agreed. I want to do. I don't want to do chips. You know what I mean. I don't want to do soaked chips. I really want to do a barrel aged. Like, and I think we nice. can get a barrel, and I have enough chimes that I think we can season the barrel with and, wow. uh, and we can make this happen. It's like for everybody that, that may be listening to this has no idea what we're talking about. Uh, we came up with this crazy idea while drinking, oddly enough, at Cask Fest that we should, uh, we should combine uh, our, two of our favorite things from Good Bar, chimes and cream ale, into a chimes barrel-aged cream ale to, uh, to release on cask at Cask Fest. So that's, that's what we're talking about here. Yeah, and not for nothing. How amazing is that idea? Like, <laughs> it's fantastic. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, <laughs> nothing. Absolutely. Time nothing. will tell. I think. <laughs> no, there, there is no doubt. There is no doubt. Um, but yeah, th- that was that was the last uh, cast fest that we came up with. That like, yeah. you know, listen. Here's just a bunch of buddies hanging out, drinking beers, and coming up with like genius ideas. So that just means if that's what a fifty-five gallon barrel, I've I've got ten gallons ready to go here. I'll I'll throw in some on that. Yeah, we got to figure yeah. out if we're gonna do like full-on fifty-five gallon whiskey barrel, or we're gonna try to find a smaller whiskey barrel, or yeah, that's what we got to look in on. But I, I, you know, I, I think we can get. I think we can if if and I, like I think we can buy uh like just an oak barrel. I I I want to like if we can buy like an oak barrel and then season it ourselves and like just dump a bunch of chimes in it and just like let it just soak in for like months, you know what I mean? Like that's what I want to do. And then and then we'll pour out we talked about this. We'll pour out the yeah. the chime and then and it'll be oak age chimes, which <laughs> that is probably that is a, an exciting yeah. side by itself. I know. The oak age right. chimes, and then and then we'll yeah. and then we'll just and then we'll just barrel age the cream ale in that. Like there is, I, you know, I'm not a brewer. I've done some home brewing, but uh, I'm I'm not sure if that will work. But I, I don't know. There is that any different than soaking chips and chimes? Like yeah. I don't know. Like I, I feel like um, it's the same thing. One of them, yeah. One of them is going to be considerably easier than the other, but uh, I, I have no problem doing the full barrel uh, yeah. idea. If we're going to do the, if we're going to do this, we're going to go all the way. We're going to go all the way. <laughs> I like it. I like where your head's at. <laughs> all right. On, on that note, guys, come on. We got to. Yeah, there it is. It is. Right. <laughs> am I, am you, I doing uh, one? Yeah, you're doing yeah, one. Sir. Yeah. I uh, okay. So the old fashioned is going to the side. Hold on, hold on, hold 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 on, hold on. 
right, take, take your time. You, you got it. If we're doing a shot, I got to keep up. I got to make sure. Okay. Oh, man. See it in there. All right. All right. There it is. Hey, cheers, guys. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Oh, that was more than a shot. Ah. I'm all right. I'm all right. The old fashioned is not bad. I I overdid it on the bitters tonight. Every shot has been better than the longest. more shots. Yeah, we're, we're gonna uh, end up drinking more chimes than uh, cream ales here. I, that's that's true. Brian, I'm not drinking cream ales tonight, so I I gotta catch up. Brian keeps right. pouring his shot up next. Like that's why I keep doing it. I see him. He, oh, should you know, I not be doing that? Well, then I, he's letting it air raid. He's, yeah. he's letting it. Go. Yeah, you gotta you gotta let it. Air raid. Yeah, it's like breathe. a fine red wine. It's gotta breathe. It's gotta so, breathe. Bobby, how are you connected with Chimes? This is a a really dumb like excuse, but like <laughs> yes, it was basically like uh, I I worked at a summer camp when I was a younger kid. I won't disclose the name. Okay, and, uh, I'm curious, but that's okay. You don't need was, to say it. It was it was the cheapest whiskey that we could get, you know, at, at the local liquor store, awesome. and we just drank tons of i mean like handles after handles after handles of it like we we drank so much chimes like it's probably like uh, yeah it's it was crazy so um it was always a thing like as soon as i could get it like you know as our bar whiskey like i i got it you know what i mean like i i we we didn't have it back when i wasn't the owner because uh barton's cheaper times believe it or not is double the price of like like a really shitty well whiskey um so it's actually halfway decent i mean it's not like yeah i don't mind it oh no yeah it's worse up there i've got Clooney at the house here that somebody gifted to me i don't if you've never heard of Clooney, you can look it up it's a scotch whiskey and it's in a plastic bottle and uh I will happily drink this chimes before ever touching <laughs> that Clooney again. Right. Yeah. So, so I just, as soon as I got a chance to put it on, uh, put it on our selection of, uh, in the well. And the best part is, is that people ask for it by name. Like I love that. Like, so it's just <laughs> this childhood, stupid thing. Like, you know, think about it. Like how many ideas do you have when you're a kid or, you know, growing up and like, if you can get an actual chance to like do something with that, like, like, you know, you have your friends like coming in and can get chimes like at the bar. Like it's just, it's, it, it was, it, and it took off from there. Like, and our, and, and our staff loves it. Like the regulars, <laughs> love it. you know, uh, 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 they were even <laughs> at one point they put it on special on Friday nights as truth juice. So three dollar shots of truth juice, and people people were just like, "All right, we'll we'll take what's on special." They're like three dollar shots of truth juice. They're like, "We'll take it." Wouldn't even ask what it was, and they just poured shots. Of wow! <laughs> so was this it. a was this a Boy Scout camp? No, no, no. Okay, not a Boy Scout camp. but it was like a woodsy, like you know, camp. It's like summer camp. 
right, Bobby, tonight, do, I, do I remember you telling us that you're one of the you're one of their biggest accounts? Yes, we actually are. Um, so Chimes uh, is it's same thing with like some of the the imported uh, beer brands where there's not technically uh, a brewer or uh, and in this case an, a, a distiller. So like um, the uh, the distributor owns the rights to Chimes. And, um, and they have someone make it for them. You know what I mean? Like, so it's basically just like a recipe. Like, I don't know if you remember like Maxson's triple X, like that was, uh, that was, um, um, a, uh, uh, milk stout. It was so good. Uh, uh, but it was a, it was an English milk stout that was just, there was no brewery for it. And for a while they were brewing it out of Cincinnati, um, and it's just basically a recipe. So, um, so cause you, you search anywhere, there's nothing about chimes. You can't find anything about it. So the, I tried. So, yeah. we tried. <laughs> yeah. The distributor, I think owns the rights. They own the rights to it. So then they started seeing that we were selling so much chimes that they started bringing us in t-shirts and like all this stuff to like help sell it. You know what I mean? Like it was hilarious. Um, but you know, on a bigger scale, we, you know, we, we could never compete with like liquor stores just because they buy in such bulk, you know what I mean? But as a, uh, as a, uh, in-house, you know, on-premise account, we're definitely one of the top accounts for that for sure. Yeah. Cause I was, I was wondering that because I always, I always find a lot of people who don't know what chimes is unless they go to good bar. Yeah, that's exactly right. You're 100 percent right on that. Like, and 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 it's funny that like I, you know, we have a lot of friends that you know, just being in the bar business, that work at other bars, and uh, they'll ask for chimes at like these other places, and they'll the bartenders will get sick of hearing it. We'll say, you know, we don't have it. You got to go to, you know, good bar. Cause what, what's the whiskey for roses is like uh, yeah. the, the popular like whiskey brand or whatever that everybody drinks now. So, so we do chimes. We don't do four roses. Everybody else does four roses. You know what I mean? Um, chimes is our thing. Like, I don't know. You guys seen the sign, uh, uh, going up to the second floor the house that chimes built. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And our, yeah. our stick from uh, for a long time now, and it's uh, it's done us well for sure. It, it, so. Four rows, I can't, I couldn't see four roses as Good Bar's house whiskey. It's just not, it just not doesn't go. Uh, just uh, just doesn't but, go. It's just not the personality. No, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. Now, are you guys behind the Facebook account Chimes Canadian Whiskey? I have no idea who that is, but it's okay. hilarious. Because they they retweet or they re... I don't, I don't know. They share Good Bar stuff all the time. Oh, <laughs> all the really? time. And all they're... The time. Yeah, and they're, they're obviously a Buffalo person sharing... It's stuff a unanimous... Like, or not a unanimous... Uh, a, it's, it's a... Uh, like Anonymous. An, I got you. Anonymous, like, completely, like we don't know who this person is, but it's amazing. 
Maybe it's another one of Brian's side gigs. Yeah. That's my bottle. I don't know about you you guys. How's your bottle doing? Whoa. I'm you're, I'm you're, I gotta, just below I the, the imported. I'll tell you, Scott, you're uh you're doing pretty good just on that. Below, wow. yeah. That's yeah, that's where I, that's where I, I'm I, at right now. Did you start it? I bought a I, Oh, it was full. It was full. Before I do, I can, <laughs> I can get it right from uh, a good bar source. I guess I got to catch my, up then. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just love the fact that, like, when when you guys talk to me about this, the first two things that you wanted to like focus on was Jenny Cream Valentine's because I just think it's so awesome. Like, it, like, like, man. You know, we we all of us are so accustomed to such good beer, and 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 we have and and we have such an appreciation for all the great good things coming out. But that doesn't mean that some of the simpler stuff isn't there isn't a purpose for it. And yeah. I think that's what you guys do the best with as a as as a, as a, as a club. Like, is that you know. Um, you have just as much of an appreciation for Jenny Cream Ale as you do a new release like New England IPA. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're going to get in line. You're going to want to try it. You're going to, you know what I mean? But, you know, later on that day, if, if, once you've had a bunch of them, you're going to probably want a Jenny Cream Ale. Like, to, <laughs> like, like, keep your buzz going and not, you know what I mean? Like, like that's that's what makes you your your crew awesome for sure. why, why your options? i think yeah, out of all of us mark probably drinks the most jenny does I, he really yeah i drink a lot of jenny. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> i've never like guessed that in a million years i've always got like a 12 pack in the fridge or I drink it's a, a good of beer yeah, it I is a lot of polish this time of year it's yeah. a good beer yeah. strawberry oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got Three that. packs of colch right now like Ready to go. I can't yeah. wait to start cracking into them. Yeah, like the spring bock is pretty good. Like their seasonal stuff is good. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, there's all these there's all these chug groups online now, and, and, and you just can't. I mean, of, I guess you can, but you, you can't do it for very long if you're chugging, of, you know, 8% New England yeah. thick IPAs. You know, yeah. that's when you reach for uh, something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a little lighter. Nice. <laughs> and for me, like sometimes, you know, I'll go out, uh, you know, I'll be at the bar. I'll be like hanging out with people. I have like three or four beers of whatever I want on draft. You know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. then after like my, you know, fourth, fifth beer, I switch to Jenny cream males. You yeah. know what I mean? Like how many can you drink? You know, I, I can hang out all night long if I'm drinking cream males. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, right. That's right. Especially yeah. when you add a right little drink. Get your buzz chimes, and, and massage it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jesse said the chimes massages it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, uh, do we have <laughs> another one of these guys now? Oh, sure. All right. Uh, salute. All right. Cheers. Salute. Cheers. <laughs> yep. Well, oh, this yeah, is awesome. Be I, re- I really appreciate you. Yeah, I'm glad you could join us. Oh man, anytime. I'll tell you. Yeah. You know, when I saw, uh, um, 
Mark was what were you were you number two in line at the oh, CBC? Second in line, yeah. Well, I thought second I was going to be first. Mark, Mark Mark was a little bitter that it, that he wasn't first. Just oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah. the, and and now I know why you weren't first in line was because the guy that was in front. Do you guys know Jay Hurley? He's he's awesome. He's, yeah. he's a right oh yeah yeah he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. He, he thought it started at three, so that's uh, why he showed up at like three thirty. The tent wasn't even up yet, and he was uh, like sitting there with his bag and gloves and mask, waiting for his stuff. <laughs> awesome. Beer. <laughs> so, so speaking of that pop-up event, Bobby, are you going to do, can we expect more stuff like that to be happening or? So yes, uh, you know, I want to, and, 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 and not to sound like, um, wow, Scott is really crushing that China yeah, over is. there. Oh my God. Anyone else <laughs> how much he's drank? But, I think, yeah, I think we created a monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we, we see it, dude. You don't have to. We yeah. see it. It's a lot. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do want to do more of that stuff. Like, unfortunately, like, and and not to get down on anything, um, but uh, um, it's it, the, this whole scenario is is very tough for for me. I'm I'm sole owner, sole operator. Um, and, uh, and I had to give my staff an opportunity to collect unemployment because I, I, you know, I knew what we were getting into. So I made the tough decision right away to just say, Hey, listen, you know, do what you guys are going to do to make it better for you. You know, we, you know, and, um, uh, so, so scheduling, you know, pop-ups and doing things like that, it's, it's really difficult alone, you know, along with like all the other things that I have to do to just keep me, uh, afloat, you know what I mean? So, um, luckily some things are kind of changing, uh, as far as how I can handle things in the future with, with some different things that, that, uh, um, assistance that has come along. So, uh, we're really going to try yeah. to do more of that um, uh, in, in 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 one form or another. Like, I really want to do like uh, like it, 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 we might not do a whole menu, but if I could do like a bottle of chimes and pounders, like six packs of pounders to go, like a pop up like that. Yeah. Like, I want to want to do something like that. You know what that I sounds, mean? That like, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, you Sorry. know what I mean. Like, uh, so. You know, uh, you know. I think, I think, I think. You, you know, you, you can look for forward to stuff like that, and, and we might even get into um, like selling uh, uh, like frozen, uh, you know, items. You know, like like pre-portioned uh, tater tots and uh, pizza logs and breakfast logs and chicken fingers and things like that that people might want. You know. But yeah. there's there's a lot of there is a lot of opportunity for for little things like that. But yeah. um, the amount of time that it takes to not only um, you know price all that out, uh, but to promote it and then yeah. set it up and then to organize it and then do it the right way. I, I I'm by the book with everything, man. I you know I, I like so the records I keep are uh, enough for me to you know, my head to spin off, you know what I mean? So, um, 
Um, you know, cause I have done some, um, you know, Scott was asking like, Oh, is this good? You know, I'm buying this chimes. I'm like, yeah, I'm totally good, man. This is, I'm recording everything. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so it's, it's just a lot of work for one person, but hopefully things will be changing here in the next, uh, week or two and where I can get a little bit of help to, to, uh, do f- a few more pop-ups, uh, to, to make it kind of fun for people. Cause I, I think even the breweries and you know, I can't give enough, uh, credit to CBW, you know, yeah, those guys, oh, yeah, are, they're, they're just awesome. Dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they really are. Uh, they reached out to me. I didn't reach out to them. I was the first person that they reached out to like, uh, that, that you know, uh, I don't think I'm special for that. All that does is humble me. Like, is why you know how how they actually just they thought of me. You know, Ethan, Brandon, yeah. you know, they thought of me, and yeah. and it was it was a really cool thing. And and I respect them more than anything. And um, they did all the work for it. I I assisted where I could, and um just uh just made me really happy and and you know when we talk about you know uh you know how tough sometimes are when you when you really see this uh community come together um it's something special man that's for sure you know and and you know you guys doing this podcast on zoom like to you you know what i mean reach out just give people something to do you know it's it's great. Like, this is what it's all about. This is what's going to keep us going, you know? So, yeah. And with any, you know, fingers crossed that, you know, this isn't going to last too much longer. Maybe, you know, we can get back to something uh, normal very soon, hopefully. And normal sounds good. Like, you're telling me, well, you, like, no one is going to take anything for granted ever again. Like, you can go meet your buddy in a parking lot somewhere and it's going to be the greatest time of your life. You know what I mean? As long as you can be six feet closer to him. Yeah. Yeah, We were actually talking about that earlier. It seems like it's already like starting to happen. Like some of these releases, like people are just kind of like hanging out in the parking lot by their cars, tailgating, you know, socially distancing, but still just being like, Hey, you know, I can still, I can talk to you. You're there. I mean, I'm I'm walking around my neighborhood and I'm seeing people uh, just sitting out in their front lawns is like striking up conversations the people that are walking by yeah, exactly yeah you're so desperate to just talk to people you know what i mean yeah. it's wild oh yeah yeah i went to uh i went to 12 gates release today and the parking lot was just full of it looked like a you know like a freaking bills game just people like tailgating <laughs> you know, around their trucks and everything in the parking lot just to you know just to say hi to people walking by and everything yeah uh, and and that's the greatest thing when you see faces you haven't seen in a while, man. All you want to do is just like talk and just smile. Like that's all you can do. Like you're just like so overwhelmed. Yeah. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Human uh, contact. Jess is pouring a little chimes there, so I guess we all got to do it. Uh-oh. Sorry. Wait. I, I feel. The, it, I feel. The, I feel the itch. Where'd the other Scott go? I don't know. We just uh, have something about a cherry. Canadian <laughs> <laughs> well, to his wife. Why he's had so much whiskey so far? Oh, Canadian old fashioned. I just, uh, I just read that. I thought it said game. 
he's passed out on the floor. <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 I'll tell you what, man, these are the nights that make you hurt the next day. When you know, when you, when you do a shot of chimes and you say, wow, that went down really good. (laughs) That that just means that tomorrow is going to be that much harder. (laughs) Well, that's what Jesse said. He said each shot's going down smoother than the last. Exactly. Here comes Blackout, Jesse. Oh, hey now. <laughs> it hurts me that you like him better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Even Jill got a kick out of that. Is, is that a thing? Uh, is is Blackout Jesse a... Uh... <laughs> Blackout Jesse. Oh, yeah. Is he the yeah, superhero of the BBL? Yeah. Is he? Does he have superpowers when he gets Blackout? Or is there like any... Uh... I, I couldn't tell you myself. <laughs> you have to get blackout before those superpowers come out. I, I get oh, it. Man. It's just like the Hulk. He can't just always just turn into the Hulk. It's, no, you're right. It's 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 a rare form kind of kind of thing. <laughs> we we don't see him a lot, but when black blackout Jesse comes out, it's it's a rare. It's, it's, it's a sight to behold. <laughs> so, so Bobby, I've been I've been very curious, and I wanted to ask. So, how are you with everything that's going on and being shut down? How are you holding up? How are you handling things? It, I, you know, uh, I'm I'm just trying to take one day at a time. You know what I mean? I, uh, it's tough. I'm not going to say it isn't. You know what I mean? It's it's tough. It's frustrating. Um, you have days where you you feel like you're going to get the assistance that you need and, um, and you have some highs and then you find out that the terms aren't as what they seem to be. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So then you have serious lows. So, um, but that's another reason why I didn't do takeout or pop-ups. I, uh, my first response was, um, what do I have? What can I do to sustain this on my own and then figure out that stuff next? You know what I mean? So I have some savings and good God, I worked so hard for those savings. You know what I mean? But you know, this is my livelihood. You know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta do what I have to do. So I'm, I'm uh, trying to get by, you know, just with, you know, what I have and, and now with some of this assistance coming in, it's helping a little bit. It's, it's really tough. I'm not going to lie guys. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's uh, right, right now the assistance that's available isn't available or isn't um, as uh, helpful to those businesses that are closed. Um, and I'm not going to get into any technical details because uh, yeah. it's not worth it. But um, uh, the, it, like you know, if 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 you're open and you can employ a lot of people, you can get a lot of loan forgiveness. If you're closed and you don't have the ability to to open, the same forgiveness is not there for you. You know what I mean? So. 
but everything changes every day. You know what I mean? And you just got to do what you got to do. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is, you know, but I'm fortunate enough. I've, I've, uh, uh, you know, I put myself in positions where I can, you know, it sucks to do what I have to do with some of the savings that I have, but at least I have the savings, you know what I mean? Um, uh, you know that, and, 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 and again, I, I want to, you know, um, this is the biggest part of all of it. And this is more humbling than anything is the community support that I've gotten, um, not only from the Elmwood village, uh, the, the EVA, uh, and Elmwood strip have been, uh, the Elmwood strip merchants group, uh, has just been so amazing and, and, and just what they do to support all the businesses on Elmwood, not just me, you know, they, they, their first goal was to, uh, take a, take a, a, a directory of all the businesses that had takeout, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And then, um, Therese from thin ice, um, and Kilby from half and half both, um, out of their own, uh, good hearts decided to sell, uh, prepaid pine cards and gift certificates Mm -hmm. from their establishments. They put them online. They have to deal with shipping them. They did, you know, they, they don't have to do this for me. You know what I mean? This is CBW. They did that pop-up. They, they sold uh, prepaid pine cards and, and, and uh, uh, gift certificates. And um, I, I can't remember the, the one uh, promotions girl's name, but she's like, I don't know if she's like, if you want, I'll just take the rest of these and I'll sell them out of the, um, you know, out of our, uh, uh, you know, little, you know, where, where they sell their t-shirts and stuff. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, go ahead. You know? So I've gotten a lot of support from the community that is really humbling. You know, I, I almost feel like I don't deserve it. You know what I mean? Like just because it's it's been, it's just been so overwhelming between my friends and, and, and just, you know, customers and, and, and everything else. I, I see people that are buying these things and I, and I'm just like, I'm blown away by it. I, I'm, I, I, I couldn't imagine that many people really loving and supporting me as much as they do. Um, so I guess you're that this is a very long two part answer. <laughs> One is I'm sustaining myself through some self funding and two um, mentally, I'm keeping myself uh, afloat by just knowing how strong the community is and and how loving it is, and and I think that's the most important part, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, don't you you shouldn't be surprised by the support. There's a reason that support's there is because you run an awesome business and you guys again. So yeah. that the. Everybody's coming out, man. There's a reason that that supports there. So don't be surprised by that. No, and I appreciate that, Scott. We it's, all look forward to uh, being there again when this is all over. Yeah, that's for sure. And, and I, I do appreciate that. But you know, when, when you know when you're uh, when you're in the middle of it, you you just mm-hmm. yeah. you don't expect. I, I mean, I can't. You know what I mean, like I don't. I, I don't mad. expect. 
I, I, you know, everybody's got their own problems. Everybody's got their own things. Everybody's, you know, I'm, I'm no different from anyone else. I'm, my struggles are the same as everyone else's. So when, when you see someone take that extra step, it is, uh, you know, I'm not saying it's shocking, but it is extremely humbling. You know, it really is. You know what I mean? We had, uh, you know, we had Ethan yeah. on last week. We had Ethan on the podcast, and he he kind of echoed that exact same uh, sentiment. But it's like companies companies who focus on the company or community facing companies that are good to their community shouldn't be shouldn't be surprised when the community gives back yeah. to them in times of need. Honestly, yeah, that's, that's true. I just. I never expected. I, I'm just one of those guys. I just I like to just do what I got to do, and 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 I you know I'm I'm happy enough that people just want to come hang out. Like that's it. Like you know when people do beyond that, man. Like I'm already blown away when you guys come into the bar. Like that's always like like to me that like that's that already that already puts my uh, a smile on my face. Like so. So, so to, to get people to understand that things are going to be tough and, uh, you know, it just, it just means a lot, I guess, you know, so I, I, uh, you know, in a roundabout way, you know, this is my time to just say thank you to everybody. And, and it's just more than, than humbling. That's for sure. Excellent. I'll tell you what, it looks like Jesse wants to do another shot. I'm just going to say. Where did Scott P go? I don't know. I think Scott may have been right. He's, he's probably sleeping the on the floor right under the camera. Where's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark? Can I David heard Mark? All right. Yeah. Mark's ready to go. Trying to read those uh, beers behind you on the board. <laughs> Jesse, where's your shot, bud? Right here. Got it. There you go. Right. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Hello. Cheers, guys. Ah. Ah. Yeah. This is pretty great, guys. Not gonna lie, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> you need to you need to join us on house party after this. Oh man, it's a mess. Is that? It's just, it's just this. That where, get hammered, that nobody record. It's real weird. <laughs> gets it gets a little nutty. Yeah, yeah, it gets, gets a little crazy. Yeah, but it's not being recorded. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, people can crash in too. We're, we're still being yeah. recorded right now. Scott oh, passed yeah. out, but left us being recorded. So, like, yeah, is this true? Yeah. Yeah. Gonna be Eventually, we just leave the room, and he's still recording. <laughs> yeah. So, Mark, Mark, when we were talking earlier, I don't think you talked about how you when you first started going to Good Bar. Oh, I, I you know, we probably crossed paths. I know I'm, I'm a couple years older than you guys, but I started going there. Um, yeah, like oh one, oh two, um, when I was like in grad school. Yeah, and started going on Tuesdays for quarter drafts, and it'd be like one of the radio stations used to broadcast from there. It was the river. Yeah, they would do uh, over, like yeah, they would have like giveaways for like tragically hip tickets and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah we used yeah. to go Tuesdays and then That's awesome, Mark, that you remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember Yeah, they would do like trivia for like, That was on Saturdays. He did eighties night on Saturdays. Yeah, for I trivia. remember 
Yeah. I, I won tickets to see Bush in Toronto there. Oh, wow. Because the trivia, maybe you guys know this, the trivia question. Bush, the band, Gavin Rossdale's, they couldn't go by Bush in Canada because it was already a Canadian band named Bush. So what was the band Bush known as in Canada? Uh, I, knew, I knew the answer, and I won tickets, and I'm like, I'm not going to Toronto to see Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Let me hold on. Can I ask some? Uh, can I ask some somebody? Sure. Phone yeah. a friend. Yeah. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Bush could not perform 50, 50. under the name yeah. of Bush. What was their name? Oh, oh, God. It wasn't machine. No. I don't know. It was machine something. Machine something? No. Bush? Bush X. Bush X? Bush X. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't think that they could use the name Bush if they weren't allowed to be Bush. Bush X. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's... But yeah, I won tickets. I don't know. I gave them to someone. Machine Beer Works. It should have been that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My bone broke out, but I- Yeah, so it was like early 2000s, like probably around the same time you guys were going, Rolling Rock, remember? And yeah, they used to do the music stuff. Um, yeah, and like band, I don't know when I started going to see bands there. Um, probably around the same time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Mark uh, throws a killer birthday party there every year. That might be like if if someone was going to ask me about Good Bar when I was planning my 40th birthday, I had all these ideas like, oh, I could book this space and do this, maybe do something like like a big deal. I'm turning 40. And then I was like, eventually I'm just like, why am I trying so hard? Like, why don't I just go to Good Bar? Like, that's where I want to go anyway. Like, why? And dude, make it easy. Like, just fucking, we just want you to hang out, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't need, like, a, I don't need to be, like, celebrated. I just want to hang out and everyone have a good time and, like... Oh, you're, dude, I look forward to to your party every year. I, yeah, I think it's yeah, awesome. Let's hope we're, we're back in the clear yeah. by uh, mid-September. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah, you have great wings there. I love the wings. I, oh, dude, that's favorite wing. I just know, like people like I remember I couldn't tell you how many times like at CBW like over on Lafayette like there would be someone from out of town and they're like oh we heard Duff's we heard Gabriel's Gate for wings and I'm like just go to Mr. Goodbar it's closer awesome. like it's me and yeah yeah so I have Mr. Goodbar by myself and just like Sarah's at work I want to watch the Bills game I just go to Goodbar and just hang out and. Like I'm completely like by myself. Yeah. Like just sit at the bar and make friends, and it it always it always works out. No, that's great, man. No, I really appreciate you guys for sure. And those are like oh, we mentioned cask fest, but you're one of the few places that just has a cask, like two casks on all the time. Yeah. Like, very few places. I mean, I mean, I don't know anywhere that has one on like all the time. Yeah, some places will have one from like on you know occasionally, but like that's always nice. Yeah, too. yeah. And, and and you have no idea how hard it is to get them now. Oh, yeah. it's gotten so hard now that now that like um, kettle sours 
uh, and New England IPAs have taken over the market. Like those beers are so fast to produce and like nobody wants to do casks anymore. (laughs) You know what I mean? So that's upsetting. It it is a fight. It is a fight now, man. I grind for those. It's, it's like a huge percentage of my stress, man. Like, (laughs) cause like, I I don't want to just give up on it. You know what I mean? Like, but like, it's one of those things. Like sometimes I'll have to go without just because, you know, there are some breweries that are really good about it. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but so many people are just like, they're just so consumed with just volume now, just pumping yeah. it out, pumping it out, pumping it out. Nobody wants to fucking put something in a fucking cask. Yeah. Like it's, it's just getting harder and harder. The appreciation for that, it'll come back eventually. That's just how yeah. it works. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But, but I do love like what what made you want to put well you have two you have two cat you have two beer engines. Two beer right? engines, yeah. Yep. And this yeah. is actually a good story. Do tell. So, I all right, before we do this, we gotta do another shot. All right. I gotta run <laughs> I'm gonna run and grab a beer. All right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I also need a a, a chaser. I think Maybe the question was how I got into all this, or maybe oh, I don't casks. know. About casks. Yeah. Wait, did, I miss, yeah. Did, did, okay. we, did I miss the shot? No, no, no. no, we're, no, gonna, no. we're gonna do the shot after this because I want oh, to do okay. dedication to 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 uh, to someone in particular for this. Right, so, go on. This is twenty-one-year-old Bobby, right out of college, yeah. um, wow. and I. Uh, I was really getting into brewing, uh, like home brewing. And um, I stopped at uh, Niagara Tradition. And I'll tell you what, Paul and Becky Dyster, or Mayor Paul and Becky Dyster, are like the coolest people you will ever meet in your life. Like, ever. You know, even their son, too. Just so cool. So... I stop into Niagara tradition and I just say, you know, I'm, I'm fresh out of college. I really want to get into this. Like, um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really trying to, um, uh, learn more. I really want to learn more. And this is 2000, 2001. And, uh, and they're like, well, you're not too far away. Why don't you just show up at Flying Bison? Like, Tim's a really cool guy. You know, just just go in there, just just talk to him. Like, and and just you know, just kind of just shoot the shit with him. Basically, is what they told me to do. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, I stop into Flying Bison. I talk to Tim, and he's like, "You want to learn about brewing?" He's like, show up tomorrow. We're brewing a batch of Maybach. I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? So I show up and he puts me to work. Like, and they were so good about everything. Like, you know, like, you know, I, you know, they had me like 
dumping the grains into the to the mill that goes up into the auger into the thing like i just fell apart of the whole process like right from the beginning and 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 you know tim and in a good way tim talks but like oh, yeah. informative like he like he explains everything so i'm sitting there as a 21 year old nothing with this with 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 tim herzog just explaining everything to me about every brewing process of everything. And I, I spent a whole summer, actually almost about a year, year and a half just interning with them as like an unofficial intern, you know, I'd scrape mash tons and I'm, I'm will bearing, will, you know, will bearing like uh grains, like out to the, to the, to the things where the pigs, the, the the pig farmer came and pick them up, like you know all this stuff, like. But it was, uh, oh, it was awesome. Like I learned so much from Tim, and I had, I our relationship grew to such a level. Um, and this was before Good Bar, way way before Good Bar, and then. And then to continue that relationship at Good Bar and with Colin, Colin specifically, mm-hmm. Colin's the one that does their one-offs. And um, so Colin texts me all the time about the one-offs and all, all the time about like, I, all I have to do is say, Hey, Colin, can you give me a cask of something? And he says, yeah. I could do this, 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 or that, you know what I mean? Like, and, and Colin is just as cool and just as good as Tim and their whole staff has always been that way from the beginning, Paul, you know what I mean? Like everybody like so, so good to me um, from day one, you know what I mean? Like, and it, it's a friendship and a relationship and a business relationship that I never thought it would grow to the point of what it is today. You know, you're talking about 20 years later and these guys are, are like the biggest influences that I have in my, my business life. You know what I mean? And um, they were the first people to tap a cask that I drank right this is something that was poured right out of the conditioning tank. I saw this thing condition. We put it up on the, on the stand. Phil, uh, 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 vented it and pounded in the thing. And I'm drinking like fresh, uh, uh, what is it? What's their APA? Um, I don't even know if they make it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, it was their American Pale Ale. Oh man, it was so, so good. Like, and I just remember just I was just I like right then I was just taken. I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is what I want beer to always taste like. Like, this is just so good. And my relationship that the, 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 you know, starting from those years to now has not dropped a beat. You know what I mean? Like Tim stops into the bar all the time and just, just to buy a pint and say hello to people. Like he literally does. Like Tim will come to the bar, sit down, say hello to me. 
and buy the bar around of beers. You know what I mean? Like he's, he is, he's one of the greatest guys I know, not just uh, uh, business sense, but uh, as <laughs> friendship too. So. Yeah. No, he has been flying by and, and Tim Herzog have been amazing to us. Yeah. So, yeah you're talking about a time period when, you know, they were basically the only brewery in Buffalo the only brewery around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, yeah. you know, he's been, you know, such a personality in the Buffalo brewing scene and the brewing scene. Yeah. For so long, yeah. even before CBW and all, and all the rest came along. It's just, just amazing. And they're just, they're just genuinely amazing people. I flying by. They really like are. They really are. Day to day. Amazing people. And I, I, I want to so say I, the first time, I got to uh, run into and talk to Colin was at at Cask Fest. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he's just like his dad. He's just he's a little bit quieter, but he's he's just yeah. just a genuinely good dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. So, yeah. and they are to me they're they're one of the most underrated breweries in the city by far. I agree because they make completely agree. I agree. I agree. One hundred percent. That, and that's a whole other conversation we'll have over this shot next. Here we go. So, guys, I'm sorry for being away for a couple of minutes. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, we'll drink. Shots first. So, I was away for a couple of minutes. I'm sorry. But I come back down, and I feel like I missed a couple of shots. I'll yeah, yeah. I, think you, I think you did. You, you did. Did I? Because the way that people are talking right now, <laughs> like, like those are great guys, and and Jesse's got a whole new background. Yeah, I got the false. <laughs> Isn't that obvious? My shot glass. I is feel like in the green screen, though. I feel like I missed a couple of of shots, not like one or two, but maybe three, four, or five shots. Uh, two, maybe. Yeah, you should catch up, buddy. <laughs> we who's didn't who's counting? Yeah, we didn't have you uh, wrangling us in new order over here. We were just <laughs> rambling. Going <laughs> uh, back to one more thing about cask. I think the first cask beer I ever had was at Flying Bison when they were over on Ontario Street. Like, I yeah, when they used to have that. Just basically was just a warehouse, and yeah, um, yeah. I think that was. I, I don't even know. Maybe whatever year that was, maybe two thousand nine or something. Like, yeah. And dude, Mark, don't you miss that place? Like, I do. Yeah, I do. Awesome. I remember place. just going over there. It was like, you know, it was like kind of tucked away, and it was like, I mean, it was in the back of an old duper duper. About no I mean, frills. Back in the like, day when the brewery tours had one stop. Right. It was just yeah. the yeah. like it, you know, it was just like the parking lot. They used to have events out in the parking lot. They would do like. Bands on the they do bands on the like uh, you know it was just I don't know I learned a lot about just like the industry and you know that was again that was they were the only the only place in town at that point but just like talking and you know what no like you know and and I do want to say this because you know this is uh, a BBL uh, podcast and uh, associated podcast (laughs) here's. There's, West New York Brews. There's, there's, there's one. Oh, wait, okay. wait are it's we, are we, change, are we changing it? Western New York Brews. No, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's Scott's podcast. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Buffalo Beer League podcast for sure. Especially right. tonight. Like, come on. But 
Here, here's my thing, and and this is why I've always respected Flying Bison, is that with, and 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 not saying that they haven't tried to follow the trends too, um, but malt has completely been left out in the brewing trends, mm-hmm. completely left out, and yeah. Flying Bison at least still uh, like has beers available where malt is a focus. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and I think that's really important because eventually, you know, you, you guys drink enough beer to know what trends are what, you know what I mean? Like how fast do they fly? You know what I mean? Like one thing's good today. The next time, like, 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 like bread IPAs. And when was the last time anybody made a bread IPA you know, or not? No, I'm not a bread IPA. Yeah. I wish uh, they would. I was going to no, say no, galaxy. No, Red what, 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 wait, what am I thinking of? What, what, what was the brute, brute IPA? Brute IPA. Yeah. Well, that, oh, last time somebody made that a, that was a fad. IPA. That was definitely a that fad. Was a it, fad. It came and went okay. quickly. You know what I mean? Like the brood IPAs is such a fad. Like there's, you know, you think about how short of a time period the U.S. is getting into this like brewing market, and um, you know, like as far as like the rest of the world, and I think flying bys in in the long haul, uh, they're, you know, sticking to their standards are, I think is going to be a good thing, Mm -hmm. you know. Opera house might actually open someday and everyone's going to be like, (laughs) yeah, we can get that at flying bison. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In the next three years when they finally open. Yeah. 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 When they finally open up. Bobby, what's what's like the one? Let's take your favorite beer that you've ever been able to get, like on tap at Good Bar. Maybe like something you didn't think you'd ever get, or you got like one keg of it or something. Like, is there one where you're just like, I can't believe I'm I'm pouring this beer? Is there anything like? All right, it 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 it, it might not be along the same lines, but it's close to that. But do you guys know Weyerbacher? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um you know go back uh, like 10 to 13 years ago. Uh Bob Carrada, I got to give a shout out to Bob Carrada from uh from uh uh Beer Lovers Paradise. That was the distributor back then and his uh daughter and son-in-law uh, have uh, Rhino Distributing, which is AJ's Warehouse in mm-hmm. Rochester. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bob was just this maniac, dude. He just he just gobbled up brands like there was no tomorrow, dude. He was not afraid. He was so good at selling it. He was such a hard worker. He picked shit up. He dropped shit off like crazy. And Weyerbacher, I. Uh, uh, at the time was probably one of my favorite breweries and they had their uh, uh, BBA series of all their beers. So the, um, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to botch all these names, but uh, the Mary Monks 
uh, what there was a barrel aged ver- version of the Merry Monks. Um, their um, uh, their their English barley wine was called Insanity. Um, they had they just had like probably five barrel aged ver- versions. Oh, Heresy, Heresy, hmm. number one, my favorite beer of all time. It's their it's their imperial stout uh, bourbon barrel aged number one favorite beer of all hmm. time. I, not, not, nothing is even close to that. So hmm. so there was a short period of time where I had access to all of the bourbon barrel aged series Weyerbacher, uh beers, and that was just amazing. Hmm. And this is. Dude, Mark, this is before anybody knew anything about anything. Yeah, I was going to say, if it was like 12 wow. years ago. Yeah. No, this is going back 10 plus years ago. Yeah. Like, how crazy is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, having all this stuff on tap and nobody even knowing what it yeah. is. You know what I mean? Like, it it kind of sucked. Like, But yeah. at the same time, like, the best part is, is like, Rudy, you know what I mean? Like, Rudy's sitting there on fucking Friday happy hours where you, he can get two fifty pints of heresy, just fucking crush. <laughs> can I say? Can I, can I? Can I give a shout out to? We used to do two fifty pints of everything on tap. Everything. Really? So if it was fucking uh, bourbon barrel aged heresy, it was two fifty for a pint. Like it was crazy. Oh. Wow, like Damn. Icebach, like Kumbacher Icebach was two fifty a pint. We were at one point we were the number one seller of uh, Kumbacher Icebach in the country because we're so close to New York City where it was imported, and we were taking so yeah. many of them because it, it it got to yeah. us before it spread across. Huh. And uh, and at one point we were the number one seller of the Kumbacher uh, Icebach. Wow, that's fantastic! <laughs> and now you know what's unfortunate, and we do. We're just talking about malt. Yeah. People don't even want that beer anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a fantastic beer, though. Dude, it's wow. on, it's on tap, and and people overlook it. They're like, "Oh, give me, give me what, what, what kettle sour do you have? What New England IPA?" And like I said. Uh-huh. Not bashing kettle sours. I'm not bashing New England IPAs. They're great, but it's crazy that people stopped appreciating malt. Like you, if you want to ask me, what's one of my the, the my like another one of my favorite beers is um, is the uh, uh, oh uh, I'm drawing a blank. Um, it's the uh, Weizenbach from. Uh, Give, give, give me a, give me a, give me some help here. That's a rare, that's a rare beer one. Uh, back with the purple label. Uh, Aventinas, Aventinas. Why is it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good beer. Very good beer. Probably one of the best beers ever created. Like it's clean. It's sweet. It's perfect. I could get a case of that. And it would take forever to sell. People just don't yeah, want no. that anymore. 
Guys, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, Brian wants to do another shot. Okay. If, if we're going to do one, I've got a, I've got a friend who's, who's got a birthday this week. Okay. You want to give a shout out to him? Can we cheers to him? Yeah, let's do it. Actually, today is my dad's 73rd birthday. Oh, 73rd, God bless him. man. Oh, awesome. God bless him. Yeah. He's pissed well, that we're doing not doing the birthday boys today. Yeah. He's pissed off that we're not drunk at the casino right now. So. I was going to say, Mark, do you, is this when you'd normally be in Vegas? No, no, Christmas usually. Oh, okay. We would be drunk at Seneca Niagara right now. Oh, okay. okay. Mark, in honor of Mark, him, I'm going to change my background again. Mark, if it means anything. My dad would also appreciate that, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm pissed off you're not drunk at the casino right now. Yeah, yeah that offends all of us, actually. Sorry, it's Scott's friend's birthday. I, I jumped His, John Weatherwax, he's he's a beer guy. Do you guys know yeah, John? I work with him. Yes, I know John. I work with him at Wegman. Yeah, John John and I have been friends for for dec- for over a decade now. But it's yep. it's going to be John's birthday this week. If we could if we could cheers to John. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, John. John, happy birthday, John. Stay healthy. Uh, Ah. (laughs) The more chimes, the better. Yeah, I worked with John uh, in the deli at uh, Wegmans back in the day. Yeah. Thinking about about the idea of, like, malty beers, like, like, we're all old enough that you know, when we got into craft beer, there wasn't like basically unlimited options from anywhere in the country, local yeah, stuff, sure. whatever. Like if you're, let's say you're like, I don't know, like you're a 22 year old kid now, of course you're just going to gravitate toward, I don't know, like juicy New England IPAs or like, because yeah. that's what, uh, what people talk about. It's what, you know, so what's, I don't, what's I don't know. In. Like, it's interesting though. Maybe just, I sound like the old guy on the porch now, but it's like maybe we just like we went through. Get off my lawn. We went through some times where it was like, I don't know. The only IPA I drank for like five years was Southern Tier. If you gave that to like your average IPA drinker now, they'd just be like, "What? This is so bitter!" Like, right? I would hate it. But I, I mean, I drank that for years. You know, um, I think Bobby Bobby talks about our appreciation for you know things like chimes. And Jenny Cremail, and I think that's because we came from an era before. Yeah, like ten years ago, you didn't have the breadth of options that you had now. You know, twenty wow. years ago, when when we came into our own, when we turned twenty-one, you know, uh, the craft beer scene wasn't what it is now. Uh, you know, what was available to us, you know, and what we drank as college students was. Yeah. Jenny Cream Ale and, you know, Rolling Rats and, and uh, uh, Canadian <laughs> and uh, all those sorts of things. So, you know, to us, that harkens back to, you know, we could get a period of our youth. I remember you know? drinking yeah. Saranac yeah, when I was in college and thinking Saranac was like, oh, I'm really good. I'm really going out on a limb. Yeah, Saranac samplers, you can get at any gas. Ga- I remember like choking no. down Saranac pale ales when I was like 19 because my friends were drinking it, and I'm like, this is so bitter. God. Yeah. Playing, playing yeah, out in bars, playing out with, with, uh, with the bands I was in, we used to get like 
It would be free Rolling Rock, guys. You, you get Rolling Rock for free at Nietzsche's. No, but 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 even so, like like to, to go back to Jesse's point, like probably the best beer you could get on tap for the longest time was Sierra Nevada um, Pale Ale. Pale Ale, yeah, for the longest time. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. Unfortunately, like with everything coming out and everything, like like uh, uh, you know the freshness with the the the, the new breweries, I get it, um, but. Uh, stand alone against anything else. Like Sierra Nevada Pale Ale in cans is still pretty fucking good. Is yeah, it, it's yeah, fresh man. Like yeah, it's really fucking good. Like you know, that's so, the one downside of the the brewery growth is that some of these breweries that are still really fucking good just get dismissed. Just. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna name one beer right now that used to be the number one, like one of the number one beers in the in the in the country that you don't even see anymore, and it was like so sought after for so long. Victory Storm King. When was the last time you had oh. that beer? That was such That's a good beer. Good really? yeah. beer, and Victory has just become such an afterthought. Nobody, because it's not a new name, nobody wants it anymore. Yeah. And, and, and that's just the weirdest thing about what the the, the, always like, the brewing trends have kind of I've gone always to. Loved Your dirt background wolf. is killing me, Jesse. Like, every I'm time sorry. you pop on, man, like, it, <laughs> it, 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 it just, the, the water of the ocean is just so, so Absolutely. It's cool. so tranquil and calming. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the beers that got me into it when I was playing out in the bands is um <laughs> Magic Hat number nine. Oh yeah. 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 Magic yeah. Hat. And Magic Hat be one of those like this is not this is not beer. This is not yeah. what beer is. <laughs> with apricots. What? Right? Like with this? apricot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was fucking really good? Was when uh, uh, what what's 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 the uh, you, you guys I uh, I'm sorry for not knowing the name right now but um, when EBC this is back in the the late 90s early 2000s when uh, EBC's head brewer was uh, what's his name from Southern Tier um, no help there no this is your this is your lane. I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, 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 it's the, the head brewer at Southern Tier that, 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 that he, he, orig- he originally was at EBC. Who, Finn? Finn, yeah. Finn to me. Oh, yeah. Finn. Finn was, was originally at EBC, and he, his EBC Pal Al and his Brown Al was probably oh. the best Brown Al Ever. I drank so much Ellicottville Brown Ale for like a three year span. <laughs> that is so, okay. Okay. So Mark, you get, you, you, you know, I, that's why I, that's why I still to this day, like if there's a Brown Ale on a tap list, like I'm getting it. I, Mark, do you remember the love with that beer? Yeah. Oh my love. God. It's, I drank so much of it. Probably my favorite beer ever made was, 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 was Finn's EBC brown ale i still i was just talking about that beer to someone the other day about maybe we're talking about whale or something but 
like how, how I get into brown ales. And I was like, I remember, you know, you go to a place and that would be like the only craft tap they'd have on or yeah. like going to like hang out with friends down in Ellicottville and it was just on. It was like, Oh dude, Mark, I'm yeah. so happy that you, that you, <laughs> you appreciate I know. Oh that my was God, one of so the reasons that. why I got into like beer yeah. to begin with like yeah. that and flying bison. Like yeah. it was, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, it was a perfect mix of, uh, just light toasted roastiness with a nice balance of hops. Like it yeah. was over hopped. For oh, a yeah. It was perfect, yeah. man. It was so perfect, dude. I'm so yeah. pumped that you. Talked- <laughs> it was fun. I was just talking about that beer. Yeah. 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 But Finn, Finn started at EBC. <laughs> yeah, but you're right though. Some of these sort of core beers that we grew up on, like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think of, I mean, part of it, it's good because there's so many good local options, but yeah. Yeah. When's the last time I ordered a Sierra Nevada? Like I don't even, you know. Which is a made, great beer, by the way. Yeah. I just yeah. made 10 gallons of a Sierra Nevada pale clone at the house here. Yeah. It's great to have on tap. Yeah. yeah. I just got, oh, hold on. everybody, everybody hold up either a bottle of chimes or, or a Jenny cream ale. Or both. You, yeah, see both? My, you see my bottle here. I've done pretty good. Yeah, you have done very good. I've got below the chimes on the on the label. Yeah, all right. It's almost halfway. I'm yeah. This this bottle is almost halfway gone. Dude, right. I got the. I I just wanted to get a picture to post to uh, Instagram for the. Oh, night. that's yeah, absolutely. Do all you guys have uh, Instagram handles, or should I just do the BBL? Do the BBL. We'll, we'll share it out. Yeah, we'll be able to find it. I, I don't do. have one. I'm a switchblade squirrel. All right. Without vowels, I guess. Totally uh, normal. Totally, no one would ever question that. So, so Bobby, can we can we break some news on like this podcast? Bro. It's like my homebrew name. When when there's a photo of Tom Brady in a Buccaneers uniform, will you replace the the picture in the in the trough at Good Bar? Oh hell yeah! Right, on Tom Brady yeah. until he retires. I will say that right now. Awesome, <laughs> hate Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, screw that guy. Come on, I hate Tom Brady more than anything. And the we, fact we should we could get a picture of Gronk right next to him. Yeah. And Gronk too for we'll for just, being a we'll friggin' a, we'll local a guy. Of Brady and Gronk together that you could just pee on at once. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Yeah. Is, like, yeah. Brian's like yes face was like oh yeah like I'm going that's what I'm going to do like oh yeah, yes, oh, yeah. we're gonna do oh yeah all right oh yeah are we are uh, we drinking well, or are we posing? Mark is oh, gone. No. Are we waiting, waiting for Mark? Mark? I'm going to do a quick toast, okay? All right, let's hear it. All right, Here's to good times and good buddies and to... And good bars. And, uh, and good bars. Without the good bars part. But, like, <laughs> cheers. But here's, here's to one day us actually hanging out together and not just on Zoom. Amen to that. Very yep. good. Very cheers. good, my friend. Very God good. bless great, that, yes. Great dudes. Very soon. All right. Like I said, the first shot was a lot, lot better. 
I don't know why it's going downhill for me, but it's going downhill. This stuff is going. It's it's going up great right now. Every shot's better than the last. I don't know what you're talking about. Nope. Yeah, I'm the, no, I I'm agree the with reverse. Who is that woman in the background? This is where I'm at. Sounds like Jill. Are you talking to me? Yeah. I hear a Jill. woman in the background, and it I'm sounds here. like Jill. It sounds like 90210. Jill is on house party. It's Jessica's birthday. See? Uh, I was right. I know. Ooh. Whoa. I'm feeling it, guys. I am feeling it. <laughs> yeah. You're... Your podcast is feeling it too. I think it's yeah. accomplished. Uh, we'll we'll put it together. I'll I'll make it work. It'll all be great. You're gonna listen to this tomorrow. And it's gonna be a hot mess. But I, right. I got I gotta I gotta text the wife, and I gotta be like, babe, put those taters, those tater tots in the oven right now. Get those tots <laughs> in, dude. Seriously, <laughs> get that. Um, you guys call Scott. And Scott P something different, or you call them both Scott, or is one Scotty? Now, that's a good yeah. question. That's a good question. Yeah. I'll, I don't know I'll how be, to address this. I'll be Scotty. That's fine. Okay, can you I call, call you Scotty? <laughs> Scott P, can I call you Scotty? You guys know the song Scotty doesn't know, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. From Euro Trip, come on, Doctor Evil. I'll be Scotty. All right, I'll be right back. Is that oh, it's an actual right. song? Scotty doesn't know. Yeah. If you don't know that song, you that. gotta look that song up. I agree. I, I, I just agree thought it was a bit from uh, Austin Powers. No, from no. from Euro Trip. It's a fucking good song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Bobby, you must be thinking about like when when all this is over. Like every single restaurant bar brewery is going to want to have like a huge party like we we have to stagger them because we're all going to die that first weekend you know what though listen like you guys know me i don't do anniversary parties i don't do any of that shit i i'm just gonna open i just want you to open randomly on a tuesday at like noon i'm just gonna open randomly and when when my when my buddies want to come in guys girls yeah i want 20 grand reopening i'm not gonna do a grand like this i'm just we're just gonna open and we'll we'll tell everyone 20 wings I want 20 wings. I want a couple planes. Listen, you guys come to my Christmas party. You know how that is. Oh, yeah. Like, I I don't. Dude, your Christmas party is legend. Christmas party is legend. Like, but you know what? Like, I don't, I don't do, I don't, not to sound anything, but like, I don't do anniversary parties or anything like that to make money. I do them because they mean something to me. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? My grand yeah. reopening is just going to be fucking <laughs> opening up my goddamn doors. Yeah. Dude. And that's all I care about. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? You know what? Natalie. You guys will be there regardless. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? My regulars, my my heart and soul of my business is going to be there, and that's who I care about. I, I will be I, hugging I, every stranger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't be a fucking nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, when Good Bar reopens, that's going to be a night. <laughs> I love the fresh crack of Brian's beer, dude. Oh, God. All right. Uh, I got to get another beer. Hang on a second. All right, guys. This was, might be my last shot, and then I got to go. Fair enough. Let's, totally. let's do one more, and then we'll go to house party. We'll go to house party. All right. I, and I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bobby, have you heard anything about 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 what's going to happen, like reopening or anything like that? Have they? The, the the only thing that I heard is that it's extended to March fifteenth, but uh, which is my anniversary. Expect, don't expect anything till late May at the earliest. Okay, which means it's probably going to run into June. To yeah. June, I always assumed it was going to be. Like June to July. Wow. Yeah. Right from the beginning, I tried to plan as far as I could, you know. Yeah. So. Jeez. Well, all right. Wait, Brian, can we, can you show how much fun your wife is having right now? Like, we're just showing you how much fun you're having because they can hear you laughing. Oh, can I say hi to her, Brian? Can I say hi yeah. to her at least because she, she's. Hi, you're always awesome, and thank hi, you, and Brian, hang out with me because he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> and you're having so much fun, and I love it. Mark, other sky. I'm oh, Scotty. Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Oh, hey now. I mean, you to give it this toast, okay? This Wrap us up. up. Wrap the service up tonight, my friend. Here's my dedication. This goes out to Mark, Scott, Brian, Scotty, and Jesse. Huh. You guys are fucking awesome. Cheers. What you guys do is fucking awesome. The BBL or Western New York, whatever you guys are going to be, like, whatever. Like, you guys are fucking great dudes, man. I'll, 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 when, it, when it comes down to it, you guys are just good dudes. Like, that's it. That's it. Thank you. So, we are forever humbled. Thank you. That's right. Cheers. Nothing but supported me. I fucking love you. Uh, thank you, brother. We love you too. Everyone, thank you for listening. This has been West New York Brews. It was an absolute pleasure to record this episode. Thank you to Bobby and thank you to the Buffalo Beer League. Next week, we have Matt Kahn from Big Ditch. And it's a much more structured uh, talk than this past one was, but this was this was such a fun time. Um, hopefully you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording. And if you made it this far, good on you. Cheers. And as always, this is the Rearview Ramblers taking us out with you. Can't buy beer with condolences. We will talk to you on the next Western New York Brews. <laughs>